everyone, and welcome back to Urban Wilderness, a podcast about wilderness survival and bushcraft. Today's topic is the 1925 diphtheria serum run to Nome, Alaska, less commonly known as the Great Race of Mercy. I started to do research for an episode on the Iditarod, and I couldn't resist the story as a great place to start. The Iditarod itself is not based on the route taken in 1925, although it is inspired by the serum run's chosen course. The Iditarod's origins stem from the Alaskan locals and the trails that were their favorites for running races. The Iditarod is run from downtown Anchorage to downtown Nome. The serum run back in 1925 took dog sled teams from Nanana to Nome. There is a headquarters and museum for it all in Wasilla, Alaska, and the website is just www.iditarod.com. One of the most famous dogs from the 1925 run is taxidermied and on display in its gallery. Mushers ran their dedicated dog sled teams day and night to reach Nome. There's a strong bond of trust there. It's remarkable. I recommend reading Woodsong by Gary Paulson. Yeah, the same author that wrote Hatchet. Woodsong is a non-fiction book of memoirs. The first half is about the author's early days of running sled dogs in Minnesota and Alaska. The second half describes his personal experience in the Iditarod trail sled dog race. It was a really good read. So just some quick background on diphtheria. The serum being run from Nanana to Nome was an antitoxin for this bacterial disease. It's highly contagious and treatment for it is antibiotics to kill the bacteria plus an antitoxin to neutralize the toxins secreted by diphtheria bacteria. The modern vaccine is a toxoid, a modified version of the diphtheria toxin. The current childhood immunization schedule for diphtheria is five toxoid immunizations before age six, and then one booster dose for adolescents. Diphtheria immunizations for children are given in an injection combined with tetanus, as well as whooping cough, and adults receive diphtheria toxoid in combination with tetanus toxic booster. Um, it's recommended that you get one every 10 years. Now, successful diphtheria treatment depends greatly on early delivery. Time was of the essence when the epidemic struck Nome in 1925. The outbreak required dog sled teams to transport the treatment because plummeting temperatures and a terrible storm made transport by sea and air impossible. Their goal was to deliver a diphtheria vaccine serum to Nome, Alaska, but the required distance travel totaled was 674 miles, and they covered it in five and a half days. So it took 20 teams, over 100 dogs, to transport it. People had given up hope. They were convinced at the time that a third of their town would be wiped out. Woof. So in this serum run, the first and by far the most famous sled dog was named Balto. There was a 1995 film with Balto as the title. It had two sequels. Balto in the movie is portrayed as half wolf, but real Balto was a purebred Siberian husky. He was honored for leading the last dog sled team, the final stretch of 55 miles. Balto led the last of the 20 teams, and his musher ended up delivering the payload to Nome. Um, his musher, his name was Gunnar Kaysen. Kaysen's team of sled dogs faced the worst conditions. Visibility was poor, the wind was harsh, 
Um, the contribution of Kaysen, Balto, and that of their entire team was spectacular. And there is a second dog worthy of recognition. Well, more than worthy. His name was Togo. History remembers him as the true hero. His musher was a Norwegian named Leonard Sapala. Sapala's team took the serum load five times farther than any other team. His dogs traveled across two frozen bodies of water, and his daughter was one of the people stricken with diphtheria. Togo had always been Sapala's lead dog and was 12 years old in 1925. This meant that at the time of the serum run, Togo was well past the age for retirement. This is a stark difference from Balto, who was six years old in 1925. Balto had also never led a team before his debut, but his musher, Kaysen, just claimed to have a good feeling about him. So, despite all the odds, the Great Race of Mercy was a massive success. Just a note on what happened to both dogs in the aftermath of their fame. Balto had a statue erected in his honor in Central Park. He became an overnight celebrity and was purchased by a novelty museum in Los Angeles. It was pretty bad in the end. The dogs were treated poorly and ended up chained to their dog sled. But the terrible treatment of the dogs was made public. And um, they were not long after this, they were transferred to a zoo in Cleveland. Um, they lived there the rest of their lives, and after his death in 1933, Balto was taxidermied and displayed in the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. Togo continued to have a great career with Sepala. The book There was a book published called Togo's Fireside Reflections, which, according to Togo's Wikipedia page, is legendary among Alaska dog mushers. Pretty neat. Togo eventually retired to a rural homestead in Maine, where he died in 1929. Like Balto, he was taxidermied, and uh, his hide is at the Iditarod headquarters in Wasilla, Alaska, but his skeleton is at a museum in Yale University. Um, the last topic I'd like to discuss in this episode is mushers and their sled dogs. In my experience, dogs in groups can be a coin flip. Call it big dick energy, I guess. But it's not just breed, it's personality. However, there is a correlation to breed and behavior. When you select for the physical characteristics of a tough, capable dog suited to surviving in the wilderness, you get the traits that go with it. Less favorable temperament, a firmer bite, and the shaking ability with a maw more likely to dominate another dog instead of participating in play behavior. That's just a few things. I guess the technical term would be alpha dog. Dogs with alpha personalities can be great in partnerships with humans, but even if they're trained, they can still refuse to work with other alpha dogs. It would be difficult to make an alpha be led by another alpha on a dog sledding team. Cooperation with other dogs takes experience and social intelligence. People always say dogs are pack animals, but wolves are pack animals. Dogs are social animals. You cannot deny the presence of human influence. It's not casting aside the concept of the ancestral wolf, but viewing the modern day dog for what it really is, domesticated, and socialized with a priority on their relationships with humans. I had the pleasure one time of meeting a police officer with our city's canine unit. He described the alpha mentality to us as a pr in pretty great detail. 
It's what they look for. But it's also why police dogs don't work in teams. The dogs are chosen as puppies because of their personalities need to be compatible with their work. They must be obedient and driven, among other things. Also, once chosen, at least in Canada, they only serve on the canine unit for seven years, and then they're retired to life as a family pet to live with the officer that they serve with. It's clear that dogs like this need routine and structure in their lives, which is maybe something Balto lacked since he was six at the time of the famous expedition. That just about concludes everything I wanted to cover in this episode, except on Disney+, Plus, there will be a live-action movie titled Togo. It's starring Willem Dafoe, and it's set to be released on December 20th, 2019. Because it was filmed in Calgary. How wild is that? <laughs> A trailer has been released, so go check it out. Well, you know what? I'll post a link for it on Twitter. I'm just so excited for this movie. I highly recommend jumping onto Wikipedia. To read the biographies of Leonard Seppala, Gunnar Kaysen, Balto, Togo. There are also several educational shorts you can watch on YouTube. They're, they're not hard to find. Hopefully this episode has inspired some of you to do some homework. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Urban Wilderness Podcast and on Twitter at Urban Wild Pod. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you all again in the new year. I'll be kicking off 2020 with another collaboration episode. See you then. Bye.